Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. Hey y'all, welcome back to the first million podcast. So stoked that you're here today. We're going to be talking about how to become truly happy in your 20s. And this is something I am very passionate about because I like hear people talk all the time about like the 20s, the 20s, (laughs) your 20s are the trenches, like it's crazy out here. And like, I actually really agree. I think that our 20s are a way harder time than we're giving credit for. And I actually would even like loop college into that. Anyways, I have like a thousand thoughts. We're going to get into it. You guys know I want to start off with a little bit of just like personal chit chatty updates types of stuff, but I will have my editor timestamp things if you want to just skip ahead to the actual like meat of the episode. You're welcome to do that. But before you skip around at all, if you're watching me on YouTube, if you guys didn't know, I post all the podcast recordings on YouTube as well. I'd love to have you in the family. If you wouldn't mind hitting subscribe, it is such a easy way to show support for me and my channel. If you guys didn't know as well, I post educational videos every single Wednesday on my channel that are very much just like free value about starting a business. So that's something that is important for me to know like that you guys like to see that and supporting me through YouTube looks like subscribing and liking the videos that you like and I use that data to know what to post more of so that's super easy if you don't watch on YouTube leave me a review on Spotify on Apple Podcasts I really appreciate that as well and as per usual if I mention something about business or business development or strategy or whatever and you're curious about how to learn how to do those things All of my courses and mentorships are linked down below. But you guys, I am freaking out about a couple things. Okay, let me just let me just say number one thing I'm freaking out about. Okay, is why did no one tell me to start listening to Zach Bryan sooner? Okay, y'all, I'm on TikTok. We're all on TikTok. We're using it for our businesses. I get it, but like I've been seeing these Zach Brown like viral little sound bites and little trending audios and things. And I've just not gotten it. I don't know why I think it's like funny to hear this like more like throwback country sounding singer on TikTok. And I wasn't really getting it, but I do love country music, especially like older country. So like Johnny Cash vibes. So I start listening just on a whim to Zach Bryan today while I'm working because I'm always looking for kind of like chill, but still upbeat music to turn on when I'm working on like admin and stuff. And oh my God, it's giving modern day Johnny Cash. And I love it. So if you haven't listened to like Zach Ryan, I highly, highly recommend. I was listening to him right before I got on this episode. And I was like, I have to talk about this because this is so good. This is going to be like the new soundtrack to my life when I'm not like bumping to Drake and Nicki Minaj, which is also common. Um, Yeah, in terms of music, not that anyone asked, but I'm also obsessed with Noah Khan. Literally... The best album of the year is his new album. I think it's called like Stick Season or something like that. I don't know, but it's the album that has Stick Season on it. It's iconic. It's so good. 
Um, what else is new in life for me today? I got back from New York City this past weekend and I have two comments about that. Number one, New York is the dirtiest place I've ever been. Okay. Anyone who's like, oh my God, like Paris is so gross. That's the other city that I feel like people are always talking about how gross it is. No, honey, you could literally operate on the streets of Paris compared to how disgusting (laughs) New York City is. But hold on, because my second comment is that I freaking love New York. I think I'm becoming a city girl. Like, I got to be careful what I say because I'm going to scare my husband, who's like definitely not a city guy. But like, I got to move to a city, y'all. I, even the filth aside, like I like loved New York. There's so much to do for someone like me who's self-employed, has a very flexible schedule, like the walkability of that city and just like how much there is to do just stepping outside your door if you do happen to want to spend bajillions of dollars living in Manhattan, which of course is what I would want. And that goes against all of my financial principles, but like, oh my God, how fun. I'm obsessed with that. I am planning on spending a good amount of time in some European cities next year because they're they're not just more affordable, but they're like, I just think they're a more cultural experience. But oh my God, you guys, I literally loved visiting New York City. We had the best time. We got to walk around and see so many things. If y'all have seen on TikTok, the like viral pop-up bagels thing. Um, it's like a bagel shop that always has this crazy line out the door. We went to that. It was so freaking good. You have to go when it's first opening. We like basically did not wait in line at all because I was cracking the whip. We were out the door at like 630 <laughs> to head that way. So that was insane. We also had omakase, which you guys don't know. It's like a curated like chef's special like sushi meal where you sit at the counter and the chef like hands you different pieces of sushi and it was insane somehow I got Corey and I like a reservation at a 10-seater restaurant literally there's 10 seats in the whole place it was the best seafood I've ever had in my life it was the coolest experience um it was the most I've ever spent on a meal it was crazy but oh my god y'all it was so fun so definitely like highly recommend that um, as an experience, there's a ton of places to get that in New York. And yeah, I just was, I was obsessed with the whole experience, the walking around. I filmed so many fun and funny TikToks while we were there. So definitely if you're not following me on TikTok, so much of my content there and on Instagram is like very funny, like filmed in the streets, New York content. And I am just obsessed. I'm also obsessed, which is the theme of the day, with my new haircut. And I keep touching my hair, but I finally got a haircut where all my hair is in just one boring length around my face. And yeah, it's like the vibe. I already scheduled another haircut for right before I leave the country in a couple weeks to get it a little bit shorter and make the layers more bouncy. And I'm just a big fan. As I grow my hair out, I'm going to keep it styled. I'm committing. I'm very much like a tomboy, like without being a pick me. I'm a very minimalist girl when it comes to like that self pampering type of stuff. But I'm not going to lie. I'm loving a fresh haircut. So I think we may we may keep doing that. So I think that's pretty much everything for me as far as updates go in my life. I 
am feeling very energized today, number one, because I have so many fun travels and adventures coming up. But number two, because I got to talk to literally every single one of my clients who are enrolled in my group mentorship called Foundations of Online Coaching this week. It was a one-on-one call week. Um, I meet with everybody one-on-one multiple times throughout the 12 weeks they work with me. And these women are just making me so proud. But like y'all try to imagine being in this group, like a large group of women who are all starting businesses, like becoming entrepreneurs, it is so powerful. So I get like just charged up with energy, listening to their stories and seeing what they're creating and helping them. So that is the coolest thing ever. If y'all are curious about that mentorship, um, Foundations is like my signature group and one-on-one hybrid program. It's perfect for you if you're a new business owner, you're just getting started, you might still be getting certified in whatever coaching direction you're going, but it's amazing. The method really freaking works. I've been using it for like four years now and it just continues to show successful results year after year. And I have an open wait list for 2024. You can get a discount and early access to the application by adding your name. That is linked down below. And I think that's everything. So let's go ahead and dive into my thoughts, how to be truly happy in your 20s. So I'm going to mostly be talking from the perspective, obviously, of someone in my situation. I'm in my 20s. I don't have kids. I I think that's that's really it. Like I'm in that this like stage of life, like pre-kids. I am married, which I know a lot of people um, at like 26, 27, like that's still, I think, fairly young to be married. But I live in the South and it just seems to be the thing. Everyone gets married really young. I didn't think that I would, but I did. And with that being said, I think that this information can like apply to anybody in any stage of life. I think it's never too late to change your life, to get on a happier life path. So don't count yourself out of this conversation if you, you know, aren't in your 20s or you do have kids or you're just like, you know, you you just don't fit that exact mold. That is me. This is a message applicable for anyone, but I fully believe that at any stage of life, like you're totally in charge of your situation. Of course, things come into play like privilege and just your your situation that you're handed and different things that come up in life. But for the most part, when we're talking about non-extenuating circumstances, like you are in charge of your life and your own happiness. And with that being said, It can be intimidating to like take charge of that. And especially in your 20s when I, you know, was coming out of college, I guess I would have been 21 or 22. How old are you when you get out of college? Like 22-ish. I remember feeling like, oh my God, this is insane. Like what, like what the hell am I going to do when I graduate from college? Now for me, I had the added fun layer of basically having an unemployable degree, I was either going to have to go to grad school or I was going to have kind of like a crap job. Like, I don't know what my just straight up biology degree was going to get me professionally once I decided that I did not want to go to medical school. If you guys didn't know, I ended up like applying for grad school. I I got into grad school for clinical nutrition. I thought about becoming a genetic counselor. There were so many things on my mind. I was trying to make something work. And luckily, I found this business and being self-employed through health coaching, and then business mentorship. And I found my passion. But the message here is like, you got to just take control. If you're in a place, especially in your 20s, where you're not happy or not satisfied or you're scared that that's what's in your future, because I totally felt that in college, you got to just grab life by the freaking reins and take control because no one's going to do it for you. There is no like Prince Charming that's going to come out of the woodwork and tell you 
what needs to happen in your life to make you happy, to make you financially independent, to allow you to do the things you want to do. That's you, sis. You're Prince Charming, okay? Princess Charming, that's you. So in order to take that control, I think there are a few things to consider. And like obviously career is usually at the forefront of taking control of your life. It doesn't have to be, but on this podcast, I'm talking to people I think who are generally like pretty success oriented. I definitely was, even though I didn't see the direct pathway to being successful. And so that's why my first tip here, my first piece of value is you have to build a career for you, a career that conforms to your dreams. By this point, y'all know, I tried to force myself to want to go to medical school. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor because that is the impressive, predictable, like predictably successful path. Knowing what I know now, I am glad in every sense of the word that that is not the path that I chose. I admire and like love my friends who are now like in residency and who are thriving in that career path. It was just not for me. And I was trying to conform to what I thought was going to be well-respected by my peers, by my family, by society in general. Even though nobody was like directly putting pressure on me, it was a pressure that I felt just emanating from like the world. I don't really know how to say this, but like I think we've all experienced knowing what like an impressive career looks like versus the alternative. And for me, I was like, I got to be a doctor. I didn't want to be a doctor. I was like, first I was going to be a dentist and I was going to be an ophthalmologist. Then I was like, like I said, I was trying to figure out so many different pathways for what I could do to make it a more attractive career for me. And it just was not. And so you have to find a career that conforms to you and your dreams. And for me, the only way that I was able to figure out what I wanted to do in my life was by focusing on my lifestyle. What did I want my life to look like and what type of job was going to make that a reality? So if you're struggling to figure out what you want to do for a career, stop thinking about the career. Start thinking about the life you want to have and then choose a career that's going to get you there. Because for me, the financial abundance that I was associating with being a doctor was also going to be tied to me being stuck in one place, being very committed to school for years and years and years. And there was a lot of elements of it that did not align with my lifestyle. So when I shifted my focus in that way, it became a lot more obvious to me what I needed to do to find and to create the life that I wanted to have. Next, You got to invest in relationships to be really happy in your 20s or at any stage of life. I think that this age of like digital that we live in, this age of the phone and the laptop and the iPad, the age of the iPad kid, okay, we're all just big iPad kids. (laughs) It is so easy to go inward. It's too easy to go inward and feel like you have been socialized for the day because you were on TikTok and you were on Instagram and you saw a lot of people talking through the screen, but you did not actually talk to anyone. Or even like you FaceTimed a friend or you texted your friends, but you weren't actually around people. And as humans, we are social beings. And I think that cultivating in-person relationships is so important. Coming from me, someone who works completely remotely, who really I've only met a handful of my hundreds of clients that I've had in person, I have to pour into my friendships and my relationships with my family. Otherwise, I will literally go insane because I'm just going to be what, like locked in my house and in my office and stuck behind my phone all day? No freaking way. 
you have to proactively invest in relationships and your in-person time because it fulfills like a primal need inside of humans that whether or not we admit to it, like we need other people and we need interactions. So that is really important to keep in mind when you're feeling a lack of spark or happiness, a lack of fulfillment. Do I have fulfilling relationships in my life? Because as a human, I need to have that. Next, you got to have a creative hobby. Everything that you do in life cannot be related to making money, to your job, to productivity in some way. I think that having creative outlets, again, it fulfills like an innate need in humans. When I realize and recognize that I am not using all the parts of my brain, especially the creative components, because I'm just so focused on work and on planning trips and doing all of that stuff, that is when I focus on, you know, I'm going to sit down to paint. I'm going to read a book that is fictional. Maybe I'm even going to like, you know, watch a documentary um, about a different culture. I'm going to practice French. I'm still so determined that I'm going to learn French and move to Paris, you guys. I'm not giving up on that. Um, you know, or I'll pull out my guitar and try to, you know, practice that or whatever it is that I need to do that's more creatively inclined. I think that having creative hobbies, even if you wouldn't consider yourself to be particularly artistic or musical or any of these things, you got to use different parts of your brain. And so again, a lack of fulfillment can sometimes indicate that you are not pouring into hobbies or creative outlets enough. So find your thing and pour into that. Just the other day, my husband and I were like, we feel like we are just screen rats. Like we're just behind the screen. Like we need to do something. We went and painted pottery. Speaking of which, I need to go pick up the stuff that we went and painted. But we went and just did something creative together. And it was so nice. It was quality time. We were off our phones. We just chatted and drank coffee. And I think that's another great way to cultivate relationships and bond with people. Do something creative. It's going to get everybody slightly outside their comfort zone and in a headspace to have more in-depth conversation. Next, having a strong body, building a strong body. In my opinion, if you are like able-bodied and able to do so, and really in any capacity that you have, investing in your physical wellness, especially in your 20s, is so important because I think that if you didn't come out of college with the best habits or maybe those habits like slipped when you were getting into your career and you were so busy, whatever it is, your self-respect is going to go through the roof and your self-confidence is going to go through the roof when you feel like you are taking care of yourself very effectively. So you have to make sure that you you know, you invest in your own body. You're at some of like, you're in your healthiest years and you have the ability to control your schedule, at least in some ways, even if you work a nine to five, like especially if you're in your pre-kid years, get yourself healthy and strong. My commitment to like physical wellness is very strong and it's very prevalent in my life and it adds directly to my happiness and my fulfillment And if you feel like your physical wellness is not a priority and you also struggle to feel fulfilled and happy and confident, that is something that I would highly recommend working on. I think that has direct impacts on success in your career. Like, I think there's just so many benefits, obviously, to that. This next one is like so important, you guys. Always be a student. Always keep learning. I make it a point 
to lean into learning new things constantly. Whether it's as simple as watching a documentary or reading the news, staying up to date on what's going on in the world, um, reading a book on a new topic, learning a new skill in technology or in business. Do not get in a headspace in your 20s like, I know everything I need to know and I'm good. Like stay a student because that's going to keep your mind open. It's going to keep you very sponge-like mentally, which I think is very important when it comes to staying happy, staying fulfilled, and staying smart and sharp. Like your brain is still very malleable, especially right around like your mid to early 20s. So continuing to be a student of just like life and the information available to us is really important for mental health, but it's also such a better use of our time when we're on our devices than just scrolling random crap content. So always continue to be a student. You will make yourself the smartest person in the room, no matter if you went to college, failed out of college, graduated with honors, like whatever your situation was prior to getting out into the real adult world, You can make yourself the smartest person in the room and grow your confidence in that way by just staying like a student of life, being open to learning, being open to being a beginner. I think there is there are a few things more important than just staying aware to new information and open to new information. And it's something that I work on daily and that I have to take back my time from scrolling on TikTok and, you know, online shopping and just working and doing all the things learning and being a student is totally worth your time. Last but not least, this is the most important point, the most important thing I can tell you about being happy, truly happy in your 20s. It is to not take everything so freaking seriously. When I turned like 24, 25, I adopted this like whatever mindset. That's what I've called it. This mindset of like, it's really just not that big of a deal, whatever it is. Other people's emergencies are not my emergencies. The ups and downs of daily life and of business are going to happen either way. So am I going to let them freak me out and send me over the edge into a meltdown? Sometimes, but you know, or am I going to just be able to ride those like waves, those ups and downs of life that are inevitable without them so deeply impacting me? Getting to a place where you're not taking everything in your life so seriously, everything in your business so seriously, everything in your relationships so seriously is the most freeing place you can be. And when you're in your 20s and life can already feel a little bit like tumultuous, things can feel a bit reactive, getting yourself in a position where you have like a deep inherent sense of peace because you have a I don't take everything so seriously mindset is like a superpower. Deciding in your 20s that everything that happens isn't so serious is like, like I said, it's a superpower. But the way that I've heard it phrased on social media makes me laugh so hard. This kind of like for the plot mindset, whatever happens, if you are, if your relationship ends, if something happens with work or with a friend or there's just drama in the day, it's for the plot. It's for the storyline. Like let your 20s be this fun and entertaining story to you that isn't so serious. It just is what it is. It's just the story of your 20s and you get to put the spin on that. Is it going to be a successful time, a positive time, um, you know, an exciting time, or is it going to be a panicky, insecure, unsteady time? You get to make some of those decisions with how, just simply how you react to different situations that come across your desk Uh, throughout the day, throughout those years in your 20s. And so for me, not having everything be such an emergency, be so serious, has been a huge 
asset. And I think it all circles back to my first point of like, you got to choose a day-to-day life, aka a career that fulfills your goals for your lifestyle. So determine what kind of life you want to have. Recognize that your 20s are the time to experiment and take risks to see what the pathway is going to look like to get you to that lifestyle. And open doors for yourself. Follow, you know, sometimes the path of least resistance where you're like, this is working. That's what I'm going to keep doing. Okay. This is what I want to do. And the door's not open for me. I'm going to find a way to open it. It's about pivoting and figuring out ways to make it work to create the life that you want to have, which starts with just identifying what that is. And that's the vibe, you guys. Clearly, I'm excited about this topic. I think this is really important to talk about. And again, If you're not in your 20s and you're still resonating with this message, like that's great. This can apply to any year, any decade, any age range of your life. Take back control, get clear on what you want and diversify your interests and your day-to-day habits to make that happen in a way that still allows you to be happy and open-hearted in your life. And I think that's what leads you to true happiness. And that's all for today, you guys. I'm going to go fix dinner for my family. My grandma's coming over. My sister's new boyfriend's coming over. It's going to be a little family event. If you guys didn't know, I'm like the dinner party queen. I'm hosting one tonight, hosting one tomorrow. I just love it. It's my my favorite thing, feeding the people that I love, having them over. It's the best. So I'm going to go get ready for that. Thank you all for listening in and for being here. I I believe in you guys so much. If you are in your 20s and you're resonating with this and you feel like you're in a rough spot. I want to just give you a huge hug and let you know that I'm still in my 20s. I'm still in the trenches some days, but I can say with confidence that it gets better. You will get more clear on what you want, on what you need to do in your life to get there. And it's all in your hands to bring that to life. So if that's entrepreneurship, I'm happy to help. Like I said, send me a DM on Instagram. Let's chat. All of my you know, mentorships and things are down below, but that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. My Instagram is at Emily Woods Wellness and my DMs are always open for you guys for a pep talk, a big sister chat, like whatever you need. I am here, but love you guys the most and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye you guys.